Network Interference is produced and distributed by Lunavox. Lunavox. That's the name we came up with. Please stand by. Hello and welcome to another episode of Network Interference. My name is Shane and I'm joined by my daughter, Marlo. And we are joined in the studio once again by our friend, David Scott. David, hey. welcome to the studio. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. We're all we're all doing great. Yeah. I think that you guys look great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I'm feeling great. <laughs> you, you're looking pretty good. Well, you know, we're yeah. all looking, you know. Last time I seen you, you didn't have no uh, mustache. Oh, no beard. I know. Yeah. Now we both got one. We're Twinkies now. Yeah. I just now realized that. <laughs> yeah. We're Twinkies. I cut I cut mine off. <laughs> right. My wife got mad because my face what? looks weird without it. Oh. Without my beard. So you had He's to grow it back. Yeah, oh. I had to grow it back. David's yeah. got a freaky chin that he doesn't want anybody to I, see. I have the booty chin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but what famous actors got the, uh, what is that, a dimple? Yeah. John Travolta. Yeah. yeah. Look, look at that chin. It's like, it's, like, it's like, how deep is that? You can hide stuff in there. My grandma grandmother told me she said the deeper it is that means you're a hard worker oh yeah well, hey. oh, she yeah. just made that up I work man. hard though she just made that up yep. <laughs> well Marlo please tell us what brings us together here today well today we're going to be talking a lot about The Last of Us The Last of Us yes The Last of Us do you that know that is a video game that we played I yes. remember that game it's a video game and has recently been turned into a um, TV show series. a TV show series I'm acting like I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> a TV show series yes a television show series yes and so, for the people that do not know what The Last of Us like is about, me, like me, like you, right. it's set in a post-apocalyptic world, and you follow Joel, who is a smuggler tasked with escorting a teenage girl named Ellie across the United States. And so, they run into a lot of trouble along the way with hostile humans and zombie-like creatures that have been infected with a mutated fungus. Whoa, that <laughs> is heavy. That's heavy duty right yeah. there. <laughs> A fungus, eh? Yes. A fungus. Yes. And I There's actually, a fungus among us? There is a fungus among us. Ay, ay, ay. So the fungus that's in the game that they talk about is actually real. So in forests around the world, there's a species of fungus called cordyceps, which is the same thing that they talk about in the game. Right. And right. it's a species of fungus that infects ants and other insects. And so the fungi takes over their minds and makes their bodies do things to spread spores. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard so about it that only too. happens to insects. And so Neil Druckmann, who's the creator of, of the game and of the show, he probably saw it was a Planet Earth special that was all about this. <laughs> oh. And it came out around 2006. And that's when he, wow. he he got the idea for the show. Well, very cool. Yeah. I wonder if we got like a lot of that fungus is just threw it on somebody. Would well, it, would it... it doesn't do it for for humans though. So okay. luckily, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But they've done research and everything, and it's not it's not going to happen like that. It okay. wouldn't happen with the fungi, and they actually use cordyceps in a lot of Chinese medicine. Okay. So it's perfectly healthy for okay. humans. It, it looks healthy. It <laughs> looks perfectly healthy. <laughs> but it you sure never does. know. Maybe I mean, don't yeah. get mad at me, and if in 
yeah. 15 years, cordyceps kind of mutate. I don't, yeah. I don't care the how healthy a fungus looks. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't, I'm no. not interested. <laughs> So we've all played the game. Marlo, yes. you and I played the game together. Yes. Tell us I about really that experience. I really enjoyed playing the games together with you. Um, when we played them, I played all of the parts like looting and... Um, it's not a two-player game. It is not no. a two-player game. It's so, a single-player game. Yeah, so we had to kind of work it out so we could play it together. So I was playing the parts where we were just kind of walking around or just exploring the environment. I would try playing some of the shooting parts, but when I died, I would pass the controller over to you. And then I would hand it back to you when all of the bad guys were dead. And I could walk on my merit yeah, way. You could, you could just walk around some more because I can't, just I can't handle yeah. the walking yeah. around. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we played the games together. Now, how about you, David? Uh, you played the first game? Yeah. Yeah, I, I played the first game, and I think my mother-in-law was staying with us, and she watched me play it, and she thought it was a real movie. Like, when I turned oh. the game off, yeah. turned the application off, she's like, I thought that was a, a real movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they the graphics good job. are great. Yeah, they do a very good job good. of telling that story, yeah. and uh, that's one of the things that critics and gamers alike uh, seem to praise about this game series. Yeah, awesome game. Marlo, what is your favorite aspect of the game? Well, um, when I'm looking for a game to play or like a movie to watch, I definitely like coming of age stories, which is what Ellie's part of the story was about. It's her coming of age. And then it has zombies in it, which I love zombies. So you were drawn to the story. The, yes. And the zombies. David, what was your favorite aspect of the first Last of Us? I like the I like the storyline of like especially when it first well, this is kind of a spoiler. I mean, but I mean All the right. game Hold on. Before I talk with David anymore, because I can <laughs> I can look into David's eyes and he's going into spoilery territory. He's about to spoil it for everybody. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and spoil it. So let's yep. let's just give the spoiler alert. Spoiler alert spoiler if, alert. if it's time to stop listening to the the conversation if you intend to play the game but haven't played it yet. Dang, I don't want to get a spoiler now. No, 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 you, no, you, no. you can't. We've already gave it. Okay. Yeah. We've already so, sent yes, everybody please. home. Okay. We've sent everybody, <laughs> we've told everyone who doesn't want to know what you're about to say to turn off their radio. Okay. Are, is this a radio? Are we on the radio right now? Yes. Is that what this is? We're the we're is this the radio. a radio show? It's a podcast. A what? A podcast. A podcast. Yes. It, that's like a radio show, right? Essentially, yeah. yeah. Essentially, okay. <laughs> All right. So we've it's already told them else. to turn off the radio. Okay. So you can say whatever you want. Okay. Well, that's... Joel gets killed. <laughs> no. <laughs> no <not yet. laughs> but, like, when I first got the game, I was like, uh, when you buy a game, you don't know if it's going to be good or not. But as soon as you start playing that game and when the outbreak first comes out and Joel has to get his daughter out of there and mm -hmm. what happens to his daughter. Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. When that part happened, I was just into the game then. Yeah. I know. I know. They did a really good job making the very beginning of the game just really engaging. Yeah. Even though it was just you're just playing the girl and you weren't doing too much. I just felt like I, I always like movies and TV shows that are about the apocalypse where they show the very beginning. Yeah. And so I appreciated being able to see that. Yeah. 
it drove me into the game. And then after that, then they showed the, I guess, the, the movie part. And it took a while before you start playing it again. Mm-hmm. Then after that, it just gets back exciting. The game is just excited to do the whole thing. Yeah, for it such a to, dreary game, mm-hmm. it is pretty exciting. Yeah. I felt like I could, I felt really involved in it. Yeah. You enjoyed it from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yep. won multiple Game of the Year awards for a reason. How about you, Dad? What's your favorite aspect of the game? Uh, the bricks. Okay. And the bottles. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because I wasn't a very good shot. And if you're not a good shot, if you're not good with the guns. Uh-huh. You were uh, pretty good with the I'm guns. I'm okay with the guns. Yeah. I'm okay with the guns. I'm not great. I mean, we passed the game. We got through the game. So. Well, I'll tell you, in, in Uncharted, you never run out of bullets. Ever in yeah. Uncharted. Always outnumbered. Never outgunned. Guns all over the place oh, in Uncharted, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan Drake in Uncharted's got a machine gun in one hand and you know a pistol with like fifty-two bullets yep. in it in the other hand. And in The Last of Us, again made by the same company, Naughty Dog, you might have three bullets. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Does that make The Last of Us harder to play? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So but- when you only have three bullets, you've got to be a really good shot. The game is mainly sneaking, sneaking around. Mm-hmm. So. So, like, throw the bottle over the guy. He turns around. You can just walk up on him, stab him in the neck. It stuns him. Yeah. That's why I like the bricks so much and the bottles. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, a brick or a bottle. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? they're, they're all over the place. And in this game, you're always outnumbered, mm-hmm. but you're never outbricked. <laughs> yeah, there's... And you're There's never always out, enough bricks. You're never out-bottled. You're never going to run out of bricks and bottles, but you're always going to run out of bullets. So thank you, Naughty Dog, yeah. for giving me so many bricks and bottles to throw at my enemies. I've actually got lucky on sometimes. Like if there's <laughs> clickers over here and there's people over there and I don't have enough bullets, I'll throw a brick close to the clickers oh, yeah. and That's guide right. them over there uh-huh. and they'll start fighting each other. <laughs> yes, I, we love doing that, especially yeah. in the second game. We did that a lot and yeah. that was awesome. For That's got me out sure. of a lot of uh, bad spots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marlo, do you have anything? Do I have that just something? Kind of gets on your nerves a little bit about the game. Yeah. Something you don't like as much as the coming of age zombie movie uh, romance that you were talking about. Well, after a while, it does get a little tedious having to loot so much. There's oh. so much looting in that game. I didn't mind the looting so much, and I'll tell you why. I Yeah, I bet you didn't mind the looting a lot. I didn't mind the I looting so much. Doing because it. I really didn't have to do much of the looting. <laughs> yeah. Because what I didn't like, even though I still didn't have to do this. Yeah, what'd you, what didn't you like? The crafting. Mm-hmm. Now, I can mm-hmm. handle a little bit of looting, but crafting all of that stuff. Because it makes it a little bit more realistic, Yeah, right? I can see, you know, making more realistic because it's in the apocalypse, you mm-hmm. know, like for real life, if that happens. You're on, not going to have many bullets. Yeah, the, the Walking Dead, yeah. you know, they had to loot to craft stuff to, mm-hmm. to su- survive. This first game is, is like a... A 20-hour game, right? Mm -hmm. 15 to 20 hours. Probably took us about 20 hours to do Mm -hmm. it. Would you agree that if you took out all of the looting and all of the crafting, that we could have beat that game in two and a half hours? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love the first game because Ellie can't swim. So that really makes (laughs) it annoying. She should have swam in the first game. 
if you took out all of the parts where Ellie could not swim and Joel had to find a pallet, that that game would be an hour and 45 minutes long. That game. <laughs> no. the game it would, would be, be a little longer. It would be a little longer than that. <laughs> if you took out the looting and took out the crafting. And then took out her. And then also to took swim. out Ellie not being able to swim and Joel having to look for a wooden pallet. Oh, yeah, it'd be a lot shorter. Oh, yeah, way yeah. shorter. We're talking an hour and a half game. Yeah. <laughs> hour and a half game. It's oh. just an hour and a half of killing zombies. Yeah. And then it's 18 and a half hours, I guess, of getting Ellie across uh, a stream <laughs> or something. You know, Joel is always looking for <laughs> seemingly the exact same mm-hmm. plank of wood to get her across from yeah. point A to point B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always there. Wherever they go, there's this little pallet, it's yeah. like a wooden pallet. And some, <laughs> I don't think that wooden pallets can float like that. But in this game, in that game, the wooden pallets can float just like they were uh, inflatable tubes or something. I know they're already working on the third game now. But I wish they could go back to the first game and teach Ellie how to swim about, <laughs> you know, maybe halfway through. <laughs> halfway through, teach her how to swim. Yeah. Stop working on the third game right mm-hmm. now. And let's go back and fix that first game. Fix <laughs> <laughs> that part of it. From, what, 2013. Let's go ahead and get that first game fixed up, boys, before you go into the third game. Seriously. Let's move the conversation into talking about this HBO show. show. Well, so Joel was played by Pedro Pascal and Ellie is played by Bella Ramsey and it debuted on HBO Max in 2023. I thought it was awesome. I like I like that they st- stuck with the game. Mm-hmm. Um, they used bottles and bricks. They, sure yes, did. they, you know, they added a lot of stuff like there that. Was some stuff. <laughs> to, they did some I, looting. I saw some. Uh-huh. Looting yeah, they in definitely the game. did yeah. some looting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I really did like the show for the most part, and I liked it for the most part mm-hmm. too. I thought they did a great job adapting this game. Much better than Uncharted did adapting mm-hmm. uh, that game. I, I liked how the directors kind of added more of their own details to the story. When the mycologist came in and she's basically saying that there's no hope and we have to bomb these cities um, Mm. because of the fungus, I thought that was interesting. And then the last episode when um, Ellie's mom was in it. And did you know that that was played by Ashley Johnson, who's the voice actress of Ellie? No, I did not. That's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I really liked that whole scene just to know about how Ellie is immune and everything. Uh. I, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, because she got bit right before she died mm-hmm. or had the baby. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was that was that was a good part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was an addition that was in the series that was not in the video game. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. What I did love about the series was that it looked just like the game. Mm-hmm. It did. Uh, my favorite part about the series was the large open exterior locations, the post-apocalyptic cities uh-huh. that are grown up with all the vegetation and everything. Mm-hmm. It was 
amazing. Yeah. The special effects for creating that world were just top notch. Yeah. Really, really well done. Yeah. Uh, like the part when they went to the um, went to that school, went to the college. Right. They showed right, the right, monkeys right. and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow, that, I, they didn't have to put that in, but I'm glad they put it in there because it's for the gamers. Yeah. But for like for people who had, who've never played the game, they wouldn't have cared if there was monkeys or Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. And the uh, and also the giraffes. Yeah, the giraffe. Yeah. yeah. That was a real giraffe, by the way. I oh, thought it that it was a, a fake giraffe, hmm. but yeah, they brought in a real giraffe yeah. for that scene. I was just happy it was there when yeah. the giraffe came. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. oh, hey. yeah I know. It's uh-huh. like, oh, because hey, that was that very. That was a hopeful scene right yeah. after mm-hmm. that really terrible right. scene right before. So Right, right. Troy Baker, who's the voice of Joel, um, he played James, who's a member of the cannibal group hmm. and was trying hmm. to kill Ellie. And so he he was in there. And then Jeffrey Pierce, who's the voice actor of Tommy, played Perry, who was a resistance leader, secondhand in command. So Christy Lee and Philip Kovats, they did the clicker noises for the game. And mm. they also did it for the show, mm. which is what? pretty interesting. Oh, so the same people who made the clicker sounds, the mm-hmm. zombie sounds in both games. Yes. The same ones that came back for the show. Yes. So the clicker sound. I can't do one. How do, I can't. How, do, how do the clicker sound? It's like a mix of screeching and echolocation. So yeah. right. Yeah. So what are they doing? They're like they're like bats, right? They, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. So they're basically so they're since blind. they can't they're they're blind, they can't see. So they're making the clicking noises oh. <laughs> like yeah. this. Do a click noise. That's me. I'm doing this my <laughs> this is my imitation. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> this is my audition for uh, The Last of Us Part Three. I don't even think you need those two people anymore. <laughs> just need you. <laughs> this is why they need the sound. They need. That sounds pretty good. I think that's. Well, you got to yeah, make a sound when they when they suspect somebody's around. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me a call if you're interested. You've heard what I can do, Naughty Dog. You heard what I can do. Just a little sample. I can do all kinds of. I can do all kinds of zombie yeah. sounds. I'll come to every single episode if you just let me. And I'll be in the background. You're going. (laughs) Okay, so Marlo, we also played The Last of Us Part 2. We sure did. How was that a different experience than playing The Last of Us Part 1? Okay, so this game is basically intertwining the lives of Ellie, who we know, and another character, Abby. Mm -hmm. And they are both seeking out revenge. So the first game was uh, an escort mission. Yes. And the second game is a couple of revenge scenarios going back and forth between two characters, and they're both seeking Mm -hmm. revenge. And uh, by the end of the game, they converge. Neil Druckmann said that while The Last of Us is about the extreme measures one would take for love, part two is more about how far one would go to bring justice for those they love. Mm. Um, Did you like it? Did I like the second game? Yeah. Yeah, I like playing both of the games. I, I like the second game about as much as the first game. I will say that it felt like the second game went on for 
forever. It really <laughs> felt oh my a gosh. lot longer really than did. the first game. About halfway through the game, it feels like it's over. And, and then, then it's like, it goes on. Yes. And then it feels like it's over again. And then a few hours later, it feels like it's over again, but it's not. It keeps going. Yeah. It was really frustrating, especially the first time that there was the switch between Ellie and Abby. And I just remember we were really upset about having to play Abby at the very beginning, just because it was starting a whole new game over again. Yeah. It was it was really annoying. There's a few differences so that it feels different playing each of those characters. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't really care who I'm playing. Just give me some bricks, give me some bottles, and give me some clickers, and I'm happy. Yeah. That's all I need. That's <laughs> all I want. It's all I'm asking for. <laughs> so how long was that game? Was it longer than the first? The second game, I believe, was 123 <laughs> hours. <laughs> I think it was 123 hours long. <laughs> Uh, it depends on how much looting you do. Yeah. Somewhere between <laughs> 97 and 125. Some, you know, somewhere between in that range. Yeah. I think I'm at 97 right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's around 24 hours if you're not dying or anything, I would, okay. I'm well, assuming. So we probably played longer say? than 24 hours. It's probably like 30 hours, hours for us. Mm -hmm. mm. But it was a long game. Would you both agree with this statement? If you took out the looting and took out the crafting, and you took out the uncomfortably long romantic scenes, scenes that are in that second that are game. In that second game. <laughs> it would only be about three and a half hours long. Am I right? Am yeah. I right? About three and a half hours long. Am I right? Yeah. It'd be pretty short. <laughs> David, we appreciate you coming into the studio no for another episode of Network Interference to talk about something that I enjoy talking about, which is yeah. video games and HBO series adaptions. Thank I'm you. all about that. Oh, yeah. I'm all about <laughs> some video game adaptions. You can adapt it into a movie. Uh-huh. You can adapt it into a TV series. You can adapt it into a comic book. They can adapt a video game into a breakfast cereal. I'm all over it. I'll eat it. <laughs> Is there a Pac-Man breakfast cereal? Wouldn't Give it surprise to me. You. you have a little marshmallow oh, yeah. ghost? Yeah. There's a lot of potential there. Yeah. <laughs> all I seem to enjoy anymore are things that were adapted from video games. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I'm looking forward to the Mario Brother movies. Mario. You gotta say it correctly. Okay, I'm looking, I'm looking, Mario. Forward, I'm looking forward to the Super Mario Brothers again, you know, uh, the first John, live like action we, one. Great, great yeah. cinema, one of the greatest movies of all time. I'm sure that the next one's going to be great, the animated one with uh, the guy from uh, The Office doing the voices. It's going to be fantastic. I'm excited about it. All I'm trying to say hmm. is that if you take a video game and adapt, it. I'm all over mm -hmm. it. So, <laughs> Marlo, do you have any final thoughts? Um, well, I really enjoyed having this conversation with both of y'all. I thought that it was interesting. I, I really do like this whole series, this whole franchise. So, yeah. I'm glad that we were able to talk about it. And, David, what game are you looking forward to next? Uh, God of War. God of War, yeah. the new God Ragnarok. of War. Ragnarok. Yeah, I've, I've been playing all the God of War. I played 
every God of War. I think they had Kratos on like uh, the game Soul Calibur. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a fighting game. Right. They had him on there. I played mm. anything with God of War on. Oh, that's awesome. In my studio, I have a God of War picture in my studio. <laughs> oh, that's really? how much I like. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot for coming in for another episode. We Thank appreciate you. having you here. We always enjoy talking to you, and you're welcome back anytime. Yes, sir. Thank you. Lunavox. That's the name we came up with.